Hey there, this is Andrew. I play Levy on the Adventure with Advantage podcast. Thanks for listening. adventure with advantage uh, before we get started a few things to take care of number one we have our first a subscriber emote on twitch it is the levy mirth face so if you have a subscription laying around whether it's amazon prime or if you like supporting us be sure to spam that because it's a fantastic face <laughs> it is beautiful who's doing math <laughs> doing my math counting my numbers <laughs> uh, uh, we also started our own discord server previously we were piggybacking off of a existing discord server that we were all using um you can find that link at the bottom of our twitch page uh which you can also spam the levy mirth face in our discord that so be sure to join that if you want to talk to the cast talk to me dm talk about the show or just hang out with people Hop in there. Uh, and then a shout out to our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. Um, they got some really cool dice. I use a lot of their dice, actually. So be sure to check them out. And if you support us on Patreon for a dollar a month, you can get our discount code, which is 15% off on dice. That like pay, pays for itself on one set of dice. So um, be sure to check that stuff out. I don't think we actually have a link to Tabletop Loot. Um, I'll be adding that uh, t- tonight. You can also Damn. get to our Discord through awadnd.com. Oh, wow. Okay. We have a website. We have a website. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that either. <laughs> I have to right now. <laughs> this is yeah. a legitimate operation now. <laughs> you legit, legit, you put awadnd.com, it literally just opens up Discord. Surprise. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> okay, so you can do that apparently. Didn't know that. Today we learn. <laughs> uh APOC has a lot of free time on his hands. So. <laughs> no, I just am good on the bus. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's probably confusing to people because we call each other by like three different names. Our real names are online names and then our character names. So APOC, Casimir, Ian. Yeah, I'm sure we can come up with a few others. <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. Jokes on you. That's not we'll my real name. We'll try and be better. <laughs> See, jokes on you. I gave fake names, so my real name's still up for grabs somewhere. It's fine. Oh, it's that unless you went everywhere on Twitter and stuff, you had a fake name there too. So, <laughs> all right, we can get started with the show. Yeah. All right. So previously, the party finally arrived in Redbrook. Oh God, Redbrook, and made their way to the small and quaint village of Andul. After showing Steelscar some love, they made their way to the Broken Horn Inn. There they ordered some drinks and food as Levy concocted a way to get something, some of everything for cheap. 
Uh, as the night drew on, Elamir and Steelscar opened up a bit about why they joined the Goblin Gazette in the first place and found that they were both looking for their mothers. Um, and as they got comfortable and enjoyed themselves, the peace was soon shattered by three horn blows, signaling the town was under attack. The party made their way outside, only to be hit by a volley of flaming arrows. As the town began to burn, the party quickly made work of a group of gnolls who were slaughtering villagers uh, with the help of a female wizard. They then began making their way to a large bridge to escape the town, but not before Steelscar rescued some, rescued some kids from a burning building with the help of Casimir. Um, at the bridge, the party held back a horde of gnolls who made quick work of the town guards, but their intervention allowed villagers time to escape the incoming horde. Once the gnolls had been dealt with, the party crossed the bridge, only to see a large hulking gnoll make his way across. The gnoll, known as Droka, issued a challenge. If someone would engage him in one-on-one -on -one combat, he would free the prisoners who were captured in the raid. Steelscar accepted the challenge, and although he fought his best, he was no match for the fiendish brute, who made quick work of Steelscar, hoisting his lifeless body into the air. The prisoners were freed before the creature hurled Steelscar's body toward the rest of the party. The wizard, who had assisted the party, summoned a tidal wave which destroyed the bridge, and as the waters calmed, five gnolls stood out among the horde, each with an eerie green glow about them. A hooded one carrying a staff claimed that the Dark Fangs had come for their revenge, and that the people of Redbrook Red would feed their horde. Um, I just noticed it's really like peaceful music right now. <laughs> And everyone died. <laughs> we actually started a new campaign. That's why it's peaceful music. Uh, so yeah. we will we will keep. DM has no mercy on us, man. That's right. Uh, so Steel Scar, the last thing you remember is standing on the bridge, your angelic wings illuminating the darkness. Before you, a hulking fiend staring you down. And although you tried your best to overcome the creature, um. His fury and rage were simply too much for you to handle. And as his axe sunk into your armor, you faded to blackness. You awaken <gasps> with a gasp. The night sky above you, the stars like small holes in the black canvas. As you force your eyes open, you see Levy, Casimir, and Elamir standing over you, as well as numerous people surrounding you. The taste of blood in your mouth. And as you move, you feel a sharp pain in your abdomen. And as you look, you... Looking up in the sky, you can just see what looks like smoke rising. Oh. Whoa. And then Steel Scar starts coughing, coughing a bit, you know, blood spitting, uh, spitting out blood. He's awake, he's awake. <laughs> Welcome Gross. back. Oh, what happened? <laughs> oh, everything hurts. You, you definitely won that one, I think. Oh, I don't think so. I am in so much pain right now. Yeah, that's the pain of victory. I would like to cast um, a healing spell. Oh, shit, okay. where's my dice? Those are important. <laughs> I literally, oh, yeah, you guys you guys casted uh, healing spells last yeah, session, right? Yeah, you did stuff last session. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got up to like 8 HP. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cast Prestigitation on his steel card and clean him up a bit. Okay. Cool. Wipe up a bit. And as, he's you, all as, you guys are, as you guys I'm are like, talking. I'm like grabbing like the top of my undercloth uh, shirt, <laughs> and I'm just like wiping down the blood. Like, <laughs> And yeah, so it, it, as you guys are sitting here having this, you know, him waking up, you're hearing some people who are kind of gathered around you guys whispering, Oh, he's okay. Um, it's it, you know, it seems like a lot of people were watching to see what happened with him. Um, 
some of, many of them look relieved to see him awake. Uh, like I said, letting out sighs of like as if they were holding their breath. Um, cast him. You're going to cast a spell. I'm almost trying to. I'm trying to remember how much we healed him for at the end of last session. I, think he's I have eight. I have eight hit points right now. Should be at nine because um, he Levy healed you for eight with his spell. I healed you for one with my last point of uh, lay on hands. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And then I'm going to use. Sorry, it's one of the spells that I don't think I can add on. It's from uh, UA. So yeah. I'm going to use Prayer of Healing. So that'll actually heal everyone. That'll take 10 minutes, bit. though. Yep. Yeah. Do we not have the time? Um, we'll see. You can start it. <laughs> I'll, I'll start Prayer of Healing. <laughs> okay. Um, if you say, then I'll actually like roll yeah. for how much it heals. Okay. Uh, and so as you're laying there, Steel Scar, a woman pushes her way up to the crowd uh, and like... She, as, as she comes up to you see like she has two small children with her and you recognize this woman as the woman who is being held captive by the gnolls as well as the children um and as she as she sees you she like runs up and is like gets down on her knees in front of you is like oh, are you okay um i'm like yeah <clears throat> i'll be fine and then um i do have this ability where i how many, what level six i can literally touch myself or anybody and heal for them so i heal myself for six hit points which is basically i can heal my level okay all right to get a little more and i'm, I'm like oh and like i'm still coughing uh, coughing and spin out yeah. a little blood I'm like yeah are you all right i saw they had you <clears throat> yes i'm Captive. fine thanks to, thanks to you and she like just grabs you and hugs you and like the little kids are like kind of hugging you as well and they're just and she's like thank you so much for saving my life and the lives of my children oh as long as everybody's fine that's that's all that matters you just see steel scar literally like he's composing himself but he's still like exasperated like breathing a little heavy mm-hmm. i mean he just took a beating so <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, nearly dying's not that bad. You'll be fine. no, yeah. It's it's. I it's... mean, <laughs> Casimir would know definitely. <laughs> you know, been there, done that. <laughs> once once on once per session on average. <clears throat> just the that's the meme. Is Casimir uh, dies. <laughs> uh, so as you guys are sitting here having this conversation, you hear a woman's voice in the distance. Um, sounds slightly familiar. She says, people of Andul, let us make us way toward the castle with haste. We do not know how much time we have. Uh, and then you hear the sound of some, like, you're assuming to be guards, kind of like making some orders, you know, shouting, all right, people, let's get moving. Uh, and as the crowd starts to kind of begin to move, um, you see the the woman, the wizard, approach you, you guys. Um, as you get a better look at her um, after the attack, uh, you see that she wears a black cloak. Uh, beneath it, she has black and white robes, and on her hip, you see a large tome. Um, her hair is black, and she has icy blue eyes. And as she approaches you, she speaks. And she's like, Thank you for your bravery and courage. I witnessed you save countless lives. I only wish we could have saved more. And she looks down kind of momentarily um, before she looks back at all of you, and she says, My name is Bella Montever. What are your names? What was the I'm, name again? Bella what? Bella Montever. Ma- okay. I'm uh, I'm Levy. These are my compatriots, uh, Steel Scar. Uh, we have Casimir and we have Elamir. Hello. We uh we are all with the uh the Goblin Gazette, the 
news reporting agency. I don't know if you've heard of us. Just, I, I think I've heard of it. Um, but I just want to say thank you for your bravery. Specifically you, Steel Scar, for what you did. <clears throat> don't mention it. She says, please, we're making way to the castle. Or can you walk, Steel Scar? Um, I, I get up. I should be able to get up when, with no problem. Well, I get up and I feel a little heavy, but I'm able to get myself into my uh, on my two feet and okay, and walk. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you you are having some tr- difficulty walking. Yeah, that's uh, what the, I figured. Like after basically you, almost taking the hard blow. You don't know this, but after he tossed your body, <laughs> after you were down, it you know kind of messed up some stuff with your legs and stuff. Kind of hurt. Back. Yeah, they just feel a little um, weak right now. Yeah. Um, like, I'll, I'll manage. I'm, I uh, I grab my my sword and I like I like kind of like mm-hmm. plant it down to mm-hmm. help myself get up. And she says, uh, "And if perhaps I can help." And then she, uh, you see her pull out her radar hand and like some arcane glyphs kind of appear. And then suddenly next to her, you see this kind of floating disc. And she says, "If you need to sit on this, that is fine." <laughs> Has enough time passed that I have potentially healed anybody? I would say yes at this point. You're like enough. Um, <laughs> How many HPs? Uh, five plus three plus four. So I'm so bad at math. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. um, so I heal up to six creatures. Twelve HP. So I'll heal myself. Everyone in the group. Twelve plus two randos. <laughs> two randos. And you're probably. Like either the women, the children, since they were in the burning building, or okay. one of the nearby guards who may be injured. Okay. Yeah. So you see one of the guards, you know, just kind of this warm glow around him as he looks better, and one of the children seem to be getting better. You suddenly see a rejuvenated cricket on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can always use Jiminy Cricket as an ally. Oh God. <laughs> can you make that happen, Scott? Do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we'll see. <laughs> All right, By so I, I do stand up and um, yeah, okay. Okay. I use my sword as a to okay. kind of like a support, kind of like a cane, just trying to. Yep. Oh no, your is sword's it... gone. Sorry, your sword is gone. I don't have a sword. <gasps> nope. <gasps> Wait, is it in the water? Well, I guess I couldn't go swim for it, could I? Yeah. It'd be hard to find. Your sword's gone. I go back and I go. I I reach back to reach for it to try and put myself up and like. What? Nope, not there. Where's my sword? Has anybody seen my sword? Can a woman speaks up and she's like, "Oh, I uh, that may have been washed away in the the river." Oh. And you notice Steel Scar because I guess you haven't noticed at this point that the bridge is currently gone. I look behind me. I I I'm. Would you say when I got up, I was facing the bridge or facing away from it? Let's say you're facing it. I'm like, uh, what happened to the bridge? (laughs) Deleted. She says, "Well, I just I wanted to make sure they couldn't follow us." Oh, and at at this point, as you guys are kind of all getting a view, you see the village is still burning. You can just see the shadows of the gnolls moving around. You hear them shouting. They they aren't they they've left you guys alone. It seems that they don't have any interest in chasing you right now. Um, Oh, you guys are still sitting on the edge of the river, though. So the bell is like, "Uh, I. I suggest we get moving. Um, but please, we, we'll make our way to the castles, and I will make sure the castle, and I will make sure that you all are taken care of. Is and is there I, nothing else we can do for the town? She says, 
Unfortunately, I think that time's lost. We oh. are simple. Most of the people here are simply villagers, and you saw how well the guard, town guard stood against those gnolls. We don't have... There's nothing we can do. This is not an easy decision to make. I say under my breath, shit, my story. <laughs> uh, um, she's like, but I must ask you another favor. As I said, many of the people here are simple villagers, farmers. You've proven yourselves to be capable warriors. Um, if you can just help ensure that we arrive there safely, uh, we would be grateful. Just keep an eye out on our, on our flank as we make our way toward the village, just in case they decide to follow us. How dark is it? Um, pretty dark. The burning village I mean, might give like, us some pretty good light. <laughs> there, yeah. some, Does the burning village like, give us uh, enough light that I don't need to cast <laughs> light on my, my head? Uh, I'd say where you are standing, yeah, you don't have to. Um, so yeah, at this point, Bella starts walking with the, the crowd of people, a large group of people who are making their way toward um, the city. Or the castle, I'm sorry. Oh, you guys are still looking on duel. My bad. Let's switch it over to Redbrook. It's a nice city. <laughs> it's burning. Um, so yeah, so you guys are right there. Um, the bri That bridge should be removed from the map because it's deleted. Uh, but yeah, so you guys are making your way up toward um, Bloodthorn Castle. Um, so you guys just walk. Um, Bella seems to have made her way up further toward the group of people. Um, you guys are kind of hanging around the back as you're walking. You can see the castle in the distance. It's kind of this um, just kind of shadow behind or among the, the moonlight just sitting up on this hill. Uh, as as we're walking up towards way, the <sighs> Yeah, as uh, I'm going to just follow whoever's taking charge and all you guys see upon Steel Scar, uh, upon me realizing that I don't have my sword anymore, Steel Scar just has a huge look of, the, of defeat in his face. Like, are we are we just like kind of like leisurely walking towards the castle? Yes. Could you Why? say that we could take a short rest on our walk there? <laughs> um, probably not. It's not that long of a walk. Okay. Um, but Steel Scar, are you using Does the, the ten little... minutes they they all stood around while I was casting heal not count as a short rest? Short rests are actually an hour long. Oh, different. I don't need a rest. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think Elamir got hit. <laughs> I did only by the uh, initial arrow. There you go. Barrage. Uh, so yeah, uh, Steel Scar, are you using the disc that she summoned? The floating disc or no? The floating disc? She summoned a floating platform-like disc. For oh, uh, yeah, I, I, stand, I stand on it. I'll get on it. <laughs> You're going to stand on it? <laughs> Get a you stand stand like on it. I, sorry, <laughs> I get on it. Cross your arms. He's just standing on it. Yeah, his arms crossed. All right, so you're sitting on it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that show. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, this is a great show. <laughs> yeah, but Steel Scar, he's he's being very quiet, very reserved, and he just looks defeated right now, especially after realizing that he lost his sword. Okay. I'm going to go over to Steel Scar and be like, hey, bud, I know you lost your sword. I don't know if this will help, but I, I want to hand him my rapier and just be like, hey, here, bud. I, I hope this is something in the meantime. You grab this thin blade. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to I, what you had. I uh, I grab it. I, I examine it. I look at it. And I literally just hand it back to him like, this won't do me any good. <laughs> you can't um, use it. <laughs> I, 
Hold on. Good enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I think I, it's a martial weapon, right? Yeah, no, you could use it. It just yeah. uses it uses dex, but I think with finesse you can choose dex or strength. I can't remember. Yeah, good. Maybe use it, but it's only one handed. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll take it for now. See what I can. I got a stick if you prefer that. <laughs> I have a hammer. And, and then, like, you just, you, you just hear Steel Scar, like, kind of lowly saying, like, shit, shit. <laughs> like, Glasses is going to kill me if he finds out. Shit. I don't think anybody here would know that name. Nope. No, I don't think so. No. I'm just like, oh. All right. But I, 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 I whisper it, so I, don't, I try to say it not loud enough for anybody to hear. Okay. Just to yourself. Yeah, just to myself. But I, I will take the rapier that's... Okay. I end up taking the rapier that Elemi, uh, Levy hands me. Okay. Oh, cool. crap. I got to change that. I'm freaking... <laughs> um, so you, you guys just continue moving into probably about... Um, you know, twenty minute walk. You can just see as you're getting closer, the castle's getting bigger and bigger behind the. It's like it's like in front of the moonlight. Um, and so yeah, you just continue to follow the crowd as they were walking. It seems like some torches have been lit. Um, some people clutch satchels with them. Others carry wounded. Um, guards kind of stand around the perimeter of people, just keeping an eye out. Um, you see like Bella helping an injured woman walking. Um, it's just kind of this very somber mood i mean after this just horrific attack and you know, many of the people are thankful to be alive but haven't even had a moment to digest exactly what's happened um, it's just a regular rapier right mm-hmm yep oh i feel i feel i feel betrayed <laughs> it's okay it's all right i'm not mad you're mad <laughs> i told you it was gone before we the stream. Yeah, I forgot. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I forgot about it. You kept it. saying you were leaning. Um, all right. So as you guys approach the castle, um, you can see what looks like a group of people with torches making their way down from the castle towards you guys. Um, and as you, you guys kind of move up to kind of see who's this, who this group is. Um, and as they approach, uh, it seems to be a small detachment of guards. Um, and as they approach... You hear a voice. It says, Holt. Who goes there? And then you hear um, Bella speak up. She's like, Aranol. It's me, Bella. Andul has been attacked. I'm not even sure what remains. A horde of gnolls fell upon it, and we didn't stand a chance. We must evacuate as many. We had to evacuate as many as we could. But there were just too many. Um, and you can see kind of in the light, this woman with kind of this darker skin, uh, kind of reminds you of Matthias, um, the who you had met in Esrim. Mm. Um, she's kind of darker skin. She's kind of got braided hair. Uh, and she's kind of wearing kind of these leather leather armor. Would um, you say artists. she looks kind of like him? Yeah, that's what, yeah, she looks like him. Uh, um, uh, who is this person that, um, do we the, know or have we asked them anything? No, right? You've just heard Bella talking and she mentioned the name Arnal. Arnal. Um, and so Bella says, we had to flee across the bridge, the, which is no more. And Aronal speaks up, says, you see, you kind of think from which is, this is grim news. Come, we must inform the Lord and Lady. We've already notified them that something is going on. They will be eager to hear it from you. Uh, and as they're walking, um, you can just see Bella kind of walks up and is talking to Aronal. 
as this kind of group of guards as well kind of help, you know, surround around the people. And you can hear Bella speaking and saying, um, these people, please show them uh, they need shelter and food and medical attention. I wish them to be placed in the great hall in the chapel. And Arnold just says, of course, my lady. Um, and so the villagers continue forward. You guys continue forward with the group. Um, We're going with um, Bella and Arnold. You're going or, with a group of people. So they, okay. you are not, so you're approaching, you can see the castle, like the walls are there. You can see the, <clears throat> the gate. Uh, and so I'm about to describe it. Uh, so you can see in the, even in the dark, you can just see kind of these twisting vines making their way up the stone wall that's staying about 30 feet. A drawbridge extends over a small ditch about 20 feet down. Um, and on the gatehouse, you see two large banners with a red flower that flap in the wind. Um, and you guys, so you guys make your way through the gatehouse, uh, and you enter the castle and you see kind of this large co- courtyard. Uh, so the Bailey in the Bailey, which is a courtyard, you see a large statue of a human with a sword, uh, raised in the air in a victorious shout as he stares into the night sky on the far end of the Bailey, you see the great hall, uh, or I'm sorry, off to your left, you see the great hall, um, as well as the chapel where you seem to be. Uh, and you see most of the villagers are being led that direction or not, if not most, all of them are being led direct direction by the guards. Uh, but Bella, you know, motions for you guys to follow her, um, <clears throat> as well as Arnal. And, uh, so on the far side, you see where you guys are walking toward, uh, what appears to be the keep. You see kind of this large stone structure, uh, that reaches high into the night sky. Um, and you also see banners adorned with this red flower, um, as you guys make your way toward it. Uh, and as you enter kind of this large wooden door, um, you see a large chandelier above you. It looks to be made of antlers or something. Uh, it hangs down from the ceiling, and you see a large rug that stretches across the stone floor. On it, you see a red flower as well. Um, directly ahead, you see a large set of steps that lead upward and kind of these handrails, but like some fine polished marble. Um, and to your left, you see a doorway. On your right, you see a doorway. On either side of the steps, you see a hall that extends downward. Um... Sorry, let me just catch up. So as you guys enter, uh, you see a few figures. Um, you see Bella, and you see Arnal, uh, Captain Arnal. And then you see two figures walking down the steps. Um, you see a man in a large robe uh, and what looks like pajamas of some sort. Looks like they were woken up or something. Uh, and he kind of carries himself with a sense of authority and pride. Um, he has salt and pepper hair slicked back and his beard is beginning to gray. With him, you see a woman in a large robe as well, uh, with a nightgown beneath it. She has long black hair pulled into a braid, and she carries her se- herself with a sense of royalty. And her icy blue eyes gaze at you eagerly um, as you guys stand in the foyer. And then you also see up at the top, two young men rushing down as well. Uh, well, you can tell one of them looks like he has tawny brown hair and a scar running down his face, uh, cutting into his mustache. And the other young man, you see golden hair and icy blue eyes. Um, and as the man he saw first comes rushing down, uh, Bella rushes toward him and hugs him. And he kind of embraces her as well. He's like, Bella, my dear, I'm so glad you're all right. What has happened? We were told there was an attack on Andul. Are you injured? And Bella's like, no, father, I'm fine. But I'm afraid many were killed in the attack. We were barely able to escape. We've brought all the survivors here. They're in the great hall in the chapel. And the man looks distressed for a moment. 
Um, he says, who was behind this attack? And Bella says, Knowles. And you see the man uh, look over at Arnold. He's like, Arnold, prepare my war room. We must prepare for what is to come next. And Arnold just kind of nods. Yes, my lord. Um, and then the man looks up at you all. And he says, and who are these people? And Bella says, father, these heroes aided in the defense of Andul. They saved countless villagers and slew many gnolls. But Steelscar here was gravely injured facing one of them. I wish for them to stay here in the castle tonight. If it were not for their bravery, I'm not sure I would have even made it out of the village. Uh, and the man approaches Steelscar <clears throat> first. Extend All right. Hand. Uh, me, right? Yep. I I extend my hand as well, and I, I go in for a handshake. All right. He shakes your hand. And he says, Steel Scar is your name? Uh, yes. <clears throat> he looks over at Levy. You know, she goes down the line, shakes each of your hands, <clears throat> introduce yourselves. Um, <clears throat> he says, you all have my deepest gratitude. I will ensure you all have a place to sleep here. But please, forgive me. But I must head to the war room so we can plan our next step. Um, and with this, he kind of gives you each a nod uh, and begins making his way into the room to your uh, um, before he leaves could I, could I say yes. something to him I yeah. just want to say um, hey I don't know if this would help but um, the the gnolls were chanting Droka when we were uh, when Steelscar was engaged with him I don't know if that might help you with your fight he um <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> he turns and he looks at you and he's like Droka I do not know this name. Um, but it seems that you may have some information that would be helpful in our planning. Would you be able to come to the war room with me? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Do you need my compatriots as well? or? Of course. All of you can join if you are able. Um, and so he, as he kind of turns around, uh, the woman that had walked down with him is like, Frederick. I'm going to go help the survivors in the, the Great Hall in the chapel. And he, he nods, uh, and he makes his way that direction. Uh, and as you guys kind of start to follow, the two young men approach you each. Uh, the one with kind of the brown hair and the scar um, extends his hand to each of you and says, thank you for saving our sister and the others. We're most grateful. My name is Leon Monteverde. And then the other man steps forward as well, same thing, and he says... Yes, we are most grateful for your bravery. My name is Philip Montever. And then Leon speaks up again and is like, According to my sister, you seem to be great warriors. Please join us in the war room. Lead the way. All right. So you guys make your way um, over to the war room. Uh, so you enter a room to the left of the foyer. In it, you see quite a few people. Uh, you see Arnold. You see Lord Montever, Frederick. Uh, and you see Bella, Leon, and Philip in there as well, as well as multiple armed who you assume to be guards. Uh, the room has kind of become a makeshift war room. Uh, looks like most of the furniture has been moved to the side. It uh, looks like there's a table now in the middle and on it where you can see it looks like there's a map. Frederick currently like looks over the map. Um, and it's just kind of, you see him just kind of looking at it and um, looks to you guys and he goes, please. Tell me everything you know about this attack. 
Sure. Um, so I guess we can kind of start where we found out about it. We were, what was the inn that we were in? I'm trying to remember. Uh, the Broken Horn Inn, and we heard three bells uh, ring out. We went outside and were hit by a volley of flaming arrows. Um, from there, we see the town is just in chaos. So we immediately try and save and help as many people as possible. Since we seem to be travelers and have a bit of might behind us, we're able to hold our own in a fight. Um, so we took out uh, as many Nola as we could on our way to the bridge. Um, I believe we even had uh, someone jump into a burning building to try and save some of the uh, civilians. Um, the Knoll seemed very organized in their attack, though. It, it did not seem kind of like a random raiding party. It seemed more like a, like a military operation <laughs> instead. Um, once we got to the bridge, uh, Droka was there, challenged us to a 1v1 duel. Um, Steelscar obliged as uh, they had hostages that they were holding, and the only way to save the hostages was to fight him in a solo combat. But that did not end up so well for us, as he proved to be too strong for any one man. Any, this is quite a tale. And Bella, do you have anything to add to this? Um, you hear Bella. Uh, look, season. Yeah, uh, when he's asking if Bella has anything to add, I actually like, I speak up and I'm like, um, the per the one that challenged, the one that challenged me to a duel, not only is he strong, but it seems that he's able to withstand the, the pain of a blade. I rushed in at him trying to to be swift and efficient, but my uh my blows felt deep, but it seemed that it did not seem to make much effect on him. And he nods and he's like Hmm. I uh, again I do not know who this Droka is. Um I would also advise caution because uh, one of the things I notice is he likes to rush at you first and I want to say he tries to impale you like a ram and, you know, just the sheer force of his impact it can knock uh, about anybody on their back, but I really don't I really don't I really don't think he's going to be an easy opponent to defeat if I'm being completely honest. He kind of just, you know, nods like I see. And Bella, was there anything else that you noticed? And she speaks up and she says, um, let me try to catch up my notes. Uh, she's like, well, you know, most of everything they've said is what I experienced as well. Um, they did seem coordinated. And uh, I, I know the name Drokar. I do not know who he is. Um, but after... I was able to destroy the bridge between Andul and the other side. Uh, one of them spoke up, a hooded one, and carried a staff. And he said the Dark Fangs were here for their revenge, and that the people of Redbrook would pay a price. I do not know who the Dark Fangs are. I've simply heard the name uh, around Garagar, but 
that is about it. Um, so I, I, I feel that we, we must talk to Garagar to see if we know if he knows anything more about the creatures. Um, and so Frederick kind of looks around and he's like, yes, where is Garagar? I've not seen him all day. Does anyone? And he kind of starts to look around. And as he's talking, um, you guys watch as like, you see this little thing walking on the table. It, and as you kind of get a closer look, it looks like a rock with arms and legs. Kind of climbs up on the table. And it kind of starts to walk across the map. Um, and it kind of like just looks up at uh, Frederick Montever. Uh, and suddenly you hear something. Is uh, uh, hello, hello. Are you listening? Good, good. <clears throat> Lord Montever, it would seem that I have been uh, captured by a group of gnolls, and they are preparing, preparing for some sort of attack or something. I do hope this message reaches you in time. I am currently imprisoned just south of Natal in a cave system in the Stone Fire Flats. My camp was attacked, and I only caught a few glimpses of. Where they took me, I fear that these gnolls... Uh, and then you kind of hear silence. Sweet. I must go. And then silence. Uh, and with that, you just see as the rock kind of just slumps over and turns back into a rock. Um, this doesn't seem to surprise anyone. As uh, Frederick just kind of like picks up the rock kind of examines it. Theoscar like, oh. looks amazed at the, that the rock was speaking. <laughs> You can speak to rocks? No, I don't say nothing, but he just looks amazed. Uh, That's way better than my pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Frederick picks up the rock and he looks at it and he's like, it would seem that Garagar has gotten himself into some trouble. Um, and he's like, I feel that we must find him if we have any idea of why these creatures have attacked us. But I cannot risk sending my gods off on a wild goose chase. And then uh, you hear Arnal speak up um, for a second. Uh, and she's like, my lord, we, we cannot send any more of our men away. She's like, we've gotten reports that none of the other villages have come under attack, but if Andul was the one that's attacked, that leaves um, Rodin and Notal the most vulnerable, as they are the closest to Andul and do not have the Lucent blocking them. So I suggest we send a detachment of guards to each each village to prepare. I'm not sure that we can spare any to search for Garagar, no matter what knowledge he may have. Uh, and the king kind of thinks for a moment. Uh, or should, I'm sorry, I should say the lord. Um, and he's like, hmm, I think you are right, Arnal, but Garagar's knowledge may be valuable. He's like, send a detachment to each village. Leon, I want you to go to Natal. Philip, I want you to go to Rodin. See to it that the people there are safe and they have comfort. And you just hear them both speak. Yes, yes, Father. Um, and then Bella kind of speaks up. He's like, Father, Garagar is the most knowledgeable when it comes to Nulls, specifically of the Carlene Lowlands. If we could speak with him, he may be able to help us. He's like, I understand, dear, but we cannot send anyone to go looking for him. Um, and she speaks up and is like, I can find him. I know where his camp is near the Stonefire Flats. 
Uh, and then Frederick speaks up and he's like, I do not know if I want to send you off alone, especially after these attacks. Um, and they kind of go back and forth for a little bit, kind of trying to hash out the details. Arnal seems to be against her going as well. Um, <clears throat> he's like, and eventually he's like, I cannot send you alone, Bella. You can stay here and do what you can to help, but you cannot go alone searching for Garagar. Uh, and then they seem to kind of go back to talking about um, just details and plans and preparation of what they need to do. I who is can we, can we interrupt? <laughs> okay, who's standing next to me? Actually, uh, you guys are kind of like standing off to the side. You're not in the middle by any means. Okay, so we're like in the background. Yeah, I look, yeah. yeah. Uh, after hearing this discussion, I look at I look at Levy and I'm like, um, look, I, I really would like to go and find my sword and. And if we go and search this out, there's a chance that I could find my sword. Um, and I, I, I say all of this in a very low voice where we're only like, we can yeah, like, yeah. hear each other. And I'm like, um, you know, this, I appreciate you lending me your blade, but this blade of mine has a, has a very deep meaning to me. So if we're able to find it, even if it means escorting this young lady, uh, I would appreciate if I would appreciate it if you guys had my back on this. Of course, of um, course, of course, we have your back. And in fact, since I can breathe underwater with this cape, I'm happy to help. Um, I also, um, if we wait until tomorrow, I could uh, use a, a spell to locate an item as we travel and see if we could, you know, find your sword. Smart. Um. I would appreciate that. Um, I'm a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if since she wants to go and look for this uh, Garagard guy, I want to see if maybe they'll allow her to allow us to accompany her. Um, so as soon as I say that, I uh, I speak up and I'm like, if if you guys want to find this Garagard guy, uh, me and my. Me and my companions, we are willing to 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 go out. Um, most convenient for us would be first thing in the morning, but that way, that way nobody has to go alone. And as you've heard yourselves, we are we are really good warriors. So a one on one situation is one thing, but if you if you combine all our strengths, we should be able to persevere. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Wait, am I persuasive? I think I am. <laughs> I am. I am persuasive. Hey. Uh. Fifteen. Fifteen. I suck okay. at math right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> he kind of thinks it over for a moment. He looks over at Bella and he's like, "Does that sound agreeable to you, dear?" And she, you know, without hesitation, is like, yes. I think Garagar will help us greatly in this fight. He's like, then it will be done. You can set out first thing in the morning. And then they kind of go back to their planning. Um, do you guys need us for anything or should we retire for the night? 
<laughs> As you kind of speak up, Bella walks over and she's like, um, I can have a servant escort you to your room if you'd like. That, that'd be wonderful. Thank you. Okay. All right. And you see her kind of, you know, step out of the room for a moment. Um, and then a, you see kind of this younger man, uh, younger guy, kind of like got slightly pointy ears, um, <clears throat> kind of like black hair, kind of like, you know, moved over to the side. Looks like he's trying to look nice, right? He's in the castle or the keep. Um, and he approaches you, he's like, oh, if you'd follow me, I will lead you to your room. Uh, and then he begins making his way, go up the steps, um, down a long hall. As you're going, you just see kind of these pictures, these paintings on the sides of the walls. You're seeing kind of all these doors just here and there as you're walking. Um, and then he eventually gets to a room and he opens it up and he's like, uh, here's your quarters. Um, if you need anything, please let us know. I believe they uh, are planning to send up a uh, a healer to um, check on you if you need anything. Uh, we'll bring some food as well. Like, Thank, you. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you in the morning. We appreciate it. He nods and then he makes his way back down the hall. Um, all right. So you guys... Uh, Sorry, I gotta find my place. While waiting for the healer to come, I would like to just kind of write down in my book the events that have happened and record okay. them. As he's doing that, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna be like, uh, I knew I shouldn't have. I'm like, guys, I don't really drink, and I have a feeling that <laughs> drinking, that taking that drink with you guys tonight, was. A bad omen for me, and thus I must have been punished for that. No, no, Steel's car. That can't be the. That can't be the case. There's like it was just bad luck. We we would have been able to take him no problem if he didn't have those hostages together. So we could have done this as a team. There's it's it's not on you, man. And you fought him while he was at full strength, and none of us were. Yeah. Don't worry, man. We'll we'll definitely we'll definitely go looking for your sword too. We got we got to get that back for you. I know it holds some sentimental value. It, By the way, what's uh what's the history of your sword, anyways? Would you mind telling us? Uh, well, it was um, it was given to me uh by by my uh by my teacher, my uh my master, glasses. He's the one that trained me in the way of the sword. Um, I spent about ten years under him when I uh, when I lived in Soon, just training. So anything and everything that I know, and the abilities that I that I use in battle, they're basically all thanks to him. And be uh, as a final as a final parting gift after all my training was done, he he basically uh, had that sword. Uh, crafted for me specially so it really holds a lot of meaning to me and if and if he ever finds out that I lost it he'll he'll probably kill me I don't know figured figuratively or literally or probably both <laughs> but he was well, a very very strict teacher and he basically entrusted that sword to me uh Telling me that that sword was an extension of myself. Well, then we uh we better go find it. 
I take I take out the rapier that uh, uh, Levy let me borrow, and I like I hold it in my hand, and I just look at it. And I'm like, like this, this what you let me borrow? It just feels too tiny in my hand. It probably feels uh, a whole a whole lot lighter than what I usually oh, yeah. carry, right? Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay, I hold out a, a battle axe, my spare battle axe. Well, if you need something heavier. Uh, a battle axe is two-handed, right? Uh, one-handed. It's versatile, I think, right? Yeah, it's versatile. versatile. Yes, versatile. we both. Okay, I'm like, uh, you, can, I, you can use two hands. I also so, have a, uh, what, battle pick? Yeah, it was I, like a war hammer, I think. War pick, thank you. I, uh, I, I, uh, I put the rapier away and I pick up, I try to, like pick up both and see which one feels heavier. Which one would you say feels heavier? Uh, oh, the axe. What are you the... the rapier and the axe, or War, no, 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 yeah, the, the, the hammer. Two pounds. The uh, battle axe is four pounds. I pick up both and I feel like the battle axe is uh, heavier. And I like, and I look at Levy and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I think this this rapier would be better used in your hands. <laughs> no, it won't. Trust me. <laughs> But I do. I I I hand it back to you. Cool, no problem. It was just for a time being, for a intermediary. Yep. So now it's it's a battle axe, right? Mm-hmm. One d eight plus three, unless it's two handed, and then it's a one d ten plus three. Well, yep. the plus is different for each person. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it auto calculates that. Yeah, okay, for me it's a, like a one. Yep. <laughs> Nice. Well, well, 1d8 plus 4, sorry. Still better than mine. No, 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 it's uh, 1d10 plus 4, because I use weapons two-handed. Ah, nice. Because then, you know, great weapon master, man. Shh. Yep. Yeah. But it's still not stronger than the blade that I have. No. <laughs> well, the blade we have to go find for you. Yes. Just and I'm like, well, I look at, uh, I look at um, Cassie and I'm like, like, I appreciate you trusting me enough with your weapon. I will, I will care for it as my own till we find my sword. And I take out like a like a little grindstone, and you just see me like sharpening the edges of the axe. I like like basically just sit down on the floor and I just start sharpening it. <laughs> um, I, I warn him, battle axe is nothing like the weapon you carried. Too sharp, and the blade will actually fall apart. There you go. The more right, you well, know. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as nice as what you had. <laughs> there you go. The uh, See, so yeah, as you guys kind of are moving about the room, getting comfortable, um, it's a decent-sized room. Um, you see kind of a common area in the middle. There's like a table, chairs, bookshelf, small, like hearth, um, off the common area, you see kind of two side rooms, and then in in those rooms, you see some beds. Uh, so, you guys are able to settle down, get comfortable. Anything you guys would like to do, kind of this moment to kind of catch your breaths? Yeah, short rest. I'm gonna rest. <laughs> okay. I just yeah. want to sleep. What time of day is it, anyways? It is. It is late at night. Um, I mean, it was getting. It was dark around all the time. All this happened. Um, and so since everything that the attack and you guys making your way here, meeting in the war late, you guys, as you guys kind of sit down, you realize you're pretty tired. Um, 
I like I just lay down and probably like yeah. two a minute later I'm out. Hey Steel okay. Scar. In a long rest, would you recover all your HP or shall I cast another heal on you? Mm, uh, I should be good after a good night's sleep. So you can spend your hit die to heal yourself on a short or on a long rest. Uh, I thought on a long rest it just fully heals you everything, doesn't it? I don't think it actually does. I think you have to spend your... I think uh, you spend mine your, says 20 uh, hit points up to 3 hit dice. Yeah, I think oh. you spend your hit die. But then yeah, my, my, mine says 50 die. hit points up to 3 hit dice. Oh, so yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be at max, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can spend that to heal just up. Just barely at max. Just keep track yep. of how many hit die you have. Oh, God. There's... Yeah, you get hit die back on a long rest, though. Yes. So we can use them and then yeah heal up. You get I, don't, a, I don't know exactly. We'll get, just say you're you're full. You're full. I'll just we'll just say that. All right. Um. So after like you guys are just kind of able to sit, catch your breaths. Um. You hear a knock at the door. You're like, hello. Who is it? <laughs> uh, you open it, Elamir, uh, and you see Bella as well as an elderly woman. Um, they seem to be carrying some trays with food and the woman has a like a small basket or a satchel that she's carrying um and Bella's like um I've brought a healer here for steel scar and some food if you guys need anything to eat ah uh, fantastic thank you okay and I'll usher them in and point them to where steel scar right. is resting so yeah they set the food down on the table um and then the healer lady makes her way toward uh steel scar just kind of checking up on you trying to like bandage any of the wounds that you know the cuts that you have just making sure you know you're all right yeah. your your, your uh, allies here have done a good job of patching you up uh so she really doesn't have much work to do i'm like yeah just my abdomen is where i feel the worst so probably just bandage that up mm-hmm. just, yeah she like starts bandage like putting a big bandage around your abdomen um, yeah all right, sorry, I'm just catching up where I am. Um, and so as you guys are just kind of sitting there, uh, Bella kind of speaks up, um, and she's like, thank you for going with me to find Garagar. He, uh, he is my mentor, and I really feel like he can shed some light on what is going on here. I've always heard him talk about, or I've heard the name Drokar, and I've heard the name Dark Fangs, but... He talks a lot, and uh, for better or worse, I've gotten in the habit of just kind of tuning him out. I can relate. <laughs> uh, and she's like, but if you are all fine with it, I think it would be best to set out in the morning. I'll ensure that we have uh, proper uh, travel, some horses available. Uh, we will make our way to the Stonefire Flats. Um, are you familiar with this area at all? Not, not incredibly. Uh, can you give us <clears throat> a little bit more description? This is, of can course. Can we do like um, history checks or anything? Yeah, you could roll history check if you'd like. Yeah, sure. Please. I got an eight. I don't know. Crap. <laughs> uh, I got 13. actually. I rolled a history thirteen. Uh, I rolled the one. I rolled one total. Two minus one. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what did you get, Casper? Seventeen. 17. Okay. Um, 
Levy, you're not so sure. You vaguely remember fire, even though it's in the name, and but you don't you you know it's like one of those things you've heard it, but you just you don't remember much about it. Um, Casimir, uh, you you know you've heard about it here and there. Uh, it is just an area that uh, seems to be perpetually on fire, huh. um, and you seem to recall something about a dragon, but you don't. That's about it, right? You don't know the full story. It's like you just heard tidbits here and there. Um, and so at that point, Bella speaks up and she's like, um, well, so the Stonefire Flats uh, used to be a large ravine um, until many, many years ago. A great dragon made its home there. Um, and it, as it lived there, I don't know if you know this about dragons, but the area around their lairs tend to change, be altered based on their desires or just their presence. I'm not sure exactly, but um, red dragons, fire, um, so it's just perpetually is on fire. Um, bushes and trees burn forever. Creatures drawn to flame and fire and ash make their home there. Um, generally most people keep their keep away from it uh, Garagar enjoyed going there studying the creatures, the area I mean it is a magical feeling place, I mean eternally burning flames is not how, a uh, source how hostile are these dragons? Uh, well the dragon is, I guess that's an important part, uh, the dragon, his name was Karadun, uh, he was killed many, many years ago uh, by a group of adventurers, but the area has remained. Um, his effects are still felt there. It's not changed back to the way it was. Uh, so even though the dragon's dead, um, the place is still eternally aflame. Well, it sounds pretty hot. <laughs> God. <laughs> um... Uh. I guess, uh, is there anything we should do to prepare before we go tomorrow? Um, she's like, just rest up. I think that's the best thing you can do. I'm sure we will encounter some creatures who live there. Hopefully we can avoid them, but sometimes that's not possible. I do know where Garagar's camp is, so we can start there. I'm not sure if any of you are particularly skilled in tracking, but perhaps we can follow any footprints or a clue or something as to where he may have gone. I think I should be able to help in that regard. And she kind of looks over at you and is like, perfect. Then we will set out in the morning. Um, I will meet you out front of the keep. Uh, like I said, I'll have some transportation available for us. And she can just nod. Thank you. It's like, yes. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, uh, Bid you all a good night, and I hope that you find rest, and we'll, I will see you in the morning. And she turns around, servant lady follows her, and they exit the room. Now right. I pass out. <clears throat> I'm going to go pass out. I'm going mm. to uh, take Flumpy, put him right on my head, uh-huh. and sleep with him on my skull. <laughs> you just kind of like, as he just gets there, little tentacles kind of wrap around your head. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird feeling at first. Mm-hmm. But he seems to enjoy it. I figure uh, I'll have better dreams this way. 
all right. Is everyone going to sleep? Casimir said he was going down. Elamir, are you yep. going down as well? Elamir, yep. USA. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys all take a long rest. Rest up. Um, Steel Scar, kind of have a bit of a restless night. You know, yeah. Wrestling with this guilt. Not not so much guilt, so much as he didn't do good enough, right? Yeah. Uh, Steel Scar just feels defeated. Yeah. Um, it just kind of eats away, and you kind of have trouble sleeping. Um, but you you all rest, get your full rest. Um, <clears throat> wake up the next morning uh, as the sun's kind of starting to rise. Elamir's awake before all you because he has to sleep for like four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just spend all that time watching you guys. You just watch us sleep. Do you have anything? No. You have anything you wanted to do during? I guess you. No, would I, I read my book on poisoning. Okay. I actually, I need to talk to you about that, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. I, I guess I guess he would be like the only one watching me tossing and turning, trying trying to sleep. Yeah, you see Steel Scar moving around. I'm assuming you take all your armor off when you sleep. Of course! Who sleeps <laughs> with their like armor on? Yeah, like all these metal well, my, my armor's magical. I just have it changed yeah, into, you... like, bed... Sh- like, <laughs> a bedding <laughs> outfit. Like, it, like, it peaches whenever I go to bed. They, like, silky... Like yeah, on them it's like a baby and they're pink. Skin. <laughs> they're pink. You got, little, you got a little nightcap on with a little little nightcap, pink and white PJs, and then I got like little uh. slippers as well. You know, <laughs> I have my clothes tra- transform into that. Oh god, that's awesome. Okay, um, and I, I kind of want to get a a little cup that's you know just like a number one bard or something like that. <laughs> okay, nice. Alright, so you guys, yeah. So Elamir, you see Steel Scar kind of tossing and turning in the night. Uh, but you all wake up. Get a long rest in. Sun's rising. What would you guys like to do? Click the wrong rest button. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I just... Should we wait up. here? Uh, she said she was going to meet us out front, so we should head out front. <clears throat> I am not talking like steel skirts, and my throat is hurting. <laughs> we'll forgive this moment of you're breaking. You're breaking my immersion. <laughs> I'm yeah, breaking my immersion. I don't know. It, it's it's bugging me tonight. Like it normally That's doesn't why, bug me. Uh, Elamir sounds a lot like Cody. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> hmm. uh, sounds like Andrew. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> steel skirts sounds like them in the same room at the same time. <laughs> Uh, all right. So you guys, um, <clears throat> you guys make your way down. You know, after your, your rest, get dressed, get ready. Um, Steel Scar, your armor is dented up after that fight. Still usable, but uh, you may need to see someone soon. A blacksmith. Yeah, it is, right. seems to be quite damaged in that fight. Um, you're kind of getting a good look at it in the in the morning light. <clears throat> so you guys make your way down the steps. Uh, you can see there's kind of just this the room off to your right when you walked in, your left now. Sorry. Because <clears throat> you're walking down the steps. Uh, you see this large <clears throat> table and like these chairs around the table. Uh, you just see a lot of just a spread of food laid out on this table. And you just see people walking by, grabbing things as they're making their way. Um, the energy in the castle is quite, or the keep is quite high. You see people moving around quickly. Um, just a lot going on as you can imagine they're preparing for whatever 
may come next. Um, <clears throat> so you guys grab yourself some food, make your way outside of the keep, uh, and you, you know, the sun's shining, it's a clear morning, and you can even just see over far on the horizon, um, the direction of Andul, you just kind of see the smoke still rising in the morning, um, <clears throat> just kind of reminding you of what happened the previous night. Uh, as you guys kind of look around, uh, you see Bella standing off to the side, wearing... Uh, a bit more traveling gear, um, still her robes and stuff, but uh, just kind of like seems to be ready to travel. Uh, and you see five horses standing near her, and she kind of sees you guys and waves you over. <clears throat> and she's like, she's like, I hope you all got a good rest last night. I slept like a baby. Thank you. <laughs> well needed. <clears throat> It was very well needed. Good. Yeah, very good rest. And you guys can see like bags under Steel Scar's eyes as he says that. It's <laughs> like, uh. I, uh, I don't hurt anymore, so that that's good. <laughs> the pain's gone <laughs> for the moment. You're still a little sore, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sore. Yeah, pretty dang sore. Um, and she's like, "Well, I hope you were able to grab something to eat." Um. Like I said, I've got us some transportation. Uh, grab a horse, and we can begin making our way for the Stonefire Flats. Uh, they are just south, little south of the castle, um, just past Natal. Uh, lead the way, then. I'm. Sure. I, I hop on a horse. Will... Yeah, hold on. Hey, so, how long does it take um, to travel there? <clears throat> she, uh, she says, uh, it should only be about. Uh, hour, two hour, two and a half. It's not that far. Um, it depends. I'll play. Uh, I'll play song of rest while we're uh, while we're we're traveling for Steel Scar to hopefully wake it. It's, let him recover a little bit of sleep. <laughs> so I'll okay. just be playing a, a beautiful melody on my flute for him. Sure. Uh, so you guys do see as you hop on the horses, you see a spotted horse, a sorrel horse, a chestnut horse, a black horse, and then Bella hops on a white horse. What horse do you guys want? I grabbed the black one. Okay, Steel Scar grabs the black one. What's the biggest one? Uh, biggest Actually, one yeah. is that's that was a good question. Is the black towards... one? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I pick one that looks like it can carry my bulk and my armor. Okay, without, you know, so you, dying. you hop on the spotted one. What's what's the, what's the scrawniest one? <laughs> <laughs> the sorrel one. I'll take that one. Okay, and then Elamira hop on the chestnut one. All right. Yeah. And she kind of goes over their names, tells you each of their names. Um, spotted one's name's Dunner. I believe Casimir hopped on that one. Sorrel one is Levy. His name's Alec. Uh The chestnut one was Elamir. His name's Pater. Steel Scar jumped on the black one. His name's Brenner. And then uh, she has her. She was riding a white one. Um, <clears throat> and you What's guys the name of her horse? Uh, she's a Hasafel. Oh. How did you name them? Uh, Hasafel's been mine for many years it's a name from a story I enjoyed child oh. uh, the others I have not named them they're just uh, horses here in the stable do I know the story uh, you can make a uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see street <laughs> check freaking Andrew you just want to know everything <laughs> I rolled an 8 I've never an heard eight. of the story total that's what you got yeah total okay yeah you've not you've not heard the story 
Um, and so you guys kind of start <clears throat> making your way out. Uh, you see a lot of people congregated over near the great hall in the, the chapel. Um, to where most of the villagers went, or all the villagers. Uh, and you guys begin making your way out. Um, I had a question actually, DM. Um, I don't, I didn't know what to bring this up. Uh, the castle walls, when you were describing them, you were saying that they have like vines crawling up them. Mm-hmm. Um, do the vines go all the way to the top? Uh, no. Okay. Probably about halfway up. Okay, that's good. I just wanted to know. I wanted mm-hmm. to know if they looked climbable or not, so I could warn them for defense or anything. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Because it looked, I was like, oh. Yeah, they're fine. not. They're not huh. super big. Oh god free security consultation yeah exactly <laughs> if you want more it just costs a little bit <laughs> um, <I> mean... <laughs> so you guys begin making your way and as you're traveling um, Bella's just kind of speaking to you and it's like so what brings you here to Redbrook uh, we're actually traveling passing through we're uh, trying to get to <clears throat> god I don't remember the name of the place anymore <laughs> far to the coast what was it called yeah we're trying to get to sailport actually um and this was a stop on our trip and so we're traveling uh journalists writing for the goblin gazette and we kind of write about our travels which is like interesting very interesting in sailport what's what are you hoping to find there i've not heard many good things uh, actually looking for, uh, someone to make some special magical items for us is kind of what we're looking for. I see. Or there's a crafter there that might be able to do what we want. So I see. Well, I would keep your wits about you in Sailport. It's not the, uh, let's just say there's a lot of, uh, shady characters there. Ah, uh, keep my, uh, coin purse tight. Ah, uh, yes. And anything on your person as well. Thank you for the advice. I appreciate that. <clears throat> and what brings you all together? You all just work together? Is that how you do each other? Effectively. Uh, I, I, effectively, we are all colleagues. We met. I'd say, I'd say we're more than colleagues now, guys. I mean, we've been through a lot. I, th- I feel like we've we've grown some with some friendship. I agree. I can agree to that. We met in Esserim, correct? We met they you met in Esserim. We, we met, met in Esserim. We met you well, in... You met me. Steel, yeah. or Silver Ridge. Yeah, Silver we met. Yeah. yeah, we met him in Silver Ridge. The rest of us, we uh, met in Esrim at okay. the GG place. I knew I was mixing some. Oh yeah, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> She's like Esrim. That is a very nice city. It, it's been a bit since I've been there, but I've visited there quite often with my father. Yeah, it's an okay place. <laughs> Don't want to get involved in the politics, though. Seems a bit much for me. She's like, yes. Well, unfortunately, politics. And my family go hand in hand. They seem to. It seems hard to avoid <laughs> it in that case. Zigbias <laughs> like is quite the trading port. Uh, we get a lot of shipments from there uh, coming up and down the Lucent. Um, but here in Silver Ridge, I've only passed through, not stayed there long. It's a small dwarven settlement, but it's nice when I was there. And are you... We're on the continent in Silver Ridge again. Um, it may not be marked. It's like the mountains between where we are now. And I will, I will show the world map. Yes, I get to show my world map. It's a whole new world. In, like halfway uh, between Esrim and yes, Redbox. It's, it's in the Ribbon Spire Peaks. It's gotcha. not just marked, 
but it's it's basically a mountain range right there. Okay, yep. so about right there. there. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. I will update my notes. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> so yes, back to we <laughs> drew him on the map. <laughs> I just uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh... <clears throat> okay, uh, and. So you guys, um, if you have anything you want to, if you had anything you want to ask, you're free to ask. Otherwise, just you guys make your way down to. Um, the way I guess I could ask for. Uh, excuse me. So the the way that the river runs, um, we would really love to see if we could recover uh, Steel Scar's sword. Um, would the water be running this direction um, and like possibly carry the sword this way that we're traveling? Uh, no. The the uh, so the river would be flowing the other direction. Got it. Uh, it's, um, it is, it's flowing in from the. Uh, well, I get a chance to throw some more words out. Uh, it's flowing in from the. North. The North. Yes. <laughs> um, well, is there anywhere we could like maybe pick up another sword that might be <clears throat> suitable for him? I just would like you know hopefully to have him at his peak battle effectiveness <clears throat> if anything should come to pass. It's like of course if you had. Uh, simply brought that up, we could have grabbed him something in the armory. We oh, sorry. Is there anything at, uh, in, like, Natal, uh, as, since we're passing through it? Says Natal, uh, most of the villages around Redbrook are not... It, it's not a military... Uh, I'm not going to find much in the way of weapons, I guess. I just look, back, I just look at them like, it's fine. Uh, yeah, um... <clears throat> It's fine. I um I got something to that I can defend myself with in the meantime. And there's, let's just let's just try to find, let's just try to find a, a Garagard for now. Just like of course. So we're heading from Bloodthorn to and through Natal, correct? We're passing through uh, Kalan and then through Natal, right? According oh, sorry, to what you're I'm saying. Getting back over. Yes. So you're gonna pass through Kalan. Kalan through Natal and then down to the Stonefire Flats, which are down here. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so you guys, so you guys just continue. Kalan, it's a small village, very similar to on. So that um, means your sword is to the west. Yes, his sword. So the river's flowing. Yes, that direction. <laughs> so we're going the wrong direction for your sword, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, we can go make a look for it after he, this. He speaks up, and she's like. Uh, if it was swept away in the water as well, uh, keep in mind, in Steel Scar, you, I guess, weren't uh, conscious for this, but it was quite a large wave coming through the area. Uh, so I don't know how far that would have been pushed down the river. When you make your way back to Asherim, perhaps you'll find it. And she kind of like laughs. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I gave, I give her the most serious look, and I'm not <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Uh, I'm like I don't see the joke <laughs> alright so you guys continue through Kalan uh, onto Natal Natal <clears throat> is a larger um, seems like so Kalan and Andul just seem to be like residential uh, Natal you see kind of like a small uh, it's just kind of passing through it's really quick you see kind of a small chapel and uh, seems like it has a bit more it's a bit smaller or a bigger village has more things in it other than just like some shops and homes um and after you make your way from natal continue down to the stonefire flats um so. uh, by the way bella asking a question for you do you uh 
do you have any uh, experts in magic in you know your your keep? Um. Well, other than myself and Garagar, no, there are not uh, students of the arcane. Um, Garagar, like I said, is my mentor, so he would know more than I would about any questions you may have. Okay. <clears throat> you ask. Uh, um, I just am curious about various arcane oddities and wanted to, you know, pick some master's brains, so to speak. Yes, of course, perhaps if we can find him, you can ask him. You seem to be capable in the arcane arts as well. Ah, uh, I'm just lucky. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys continue onward. Uh, eventually, so you, at this point, you kind of have to step off the kind of the main road, which kind of cuts off to the, I guess it'd be the east, um, as you continue downward to the Stonefire Flats. Uh, you can see in the distance just kind of like large stones, kind of like up on the sides of this large ravine um, that goes down. <clears throat> uh, so at this point, the sun's kind of getting higher. It's probably about 10, 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. Um, you find that the terrain is beginning to change. Uh, so again, it's less grassland here, more rocky. Um, and again, you can see kind of these large rocks jutting out over this large ravine um, that just kind of goes down. And as you're kind of looking over the edge toward what you're assuming to be Garagar's camp, uh, seems like probably about a 40, 50 foot drop kind of off the side. And it's not that you're like walking along it, but you kind of see a path heading down that direction as you guys make way around. So you're not going down, you're staying on the edge. It seems like his camp was kind of overlooking the lower area of the ravine. Okay, um, so so we're basically just going through the like Pride Rock and Lion King. Sure. <laughs> that's how I that's how I pictured it in my that's mind. How I pictured it, sure. <laughs> um so you guys continue onward and you eventually come to a you see up ahead what looks like a small campsite. Um it's kind of like set up right on the near the drop-off like you know 10 15 feet back but right there next to this drop-off that drops about 40 or 50 feet uh you see a small tent uh and looks like some stuff inside the tent can't quite make it out as well as just a few things scattered around the tent uh the campsite does it look like it was broken into like uh go ahead and make a perception check uh can you i help with point, this yeah uh you want to uh, roll your own or uh, 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 on. I'll roll my own yeah, then. Roll your own. Okay, Perception. yeah. If anyone else want to roll one, go ahead and roll. I will, but it's going to be hilariously bad. Mm. I got a 14. What'd you get? 14. <laughs> All right. I got a natural one. Nice. I got a Sick. nat one minus one for zero. <laughs> nice. I, I got a 17. I, I, I think I'm 17. on a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Cassie's uh, distracted by a butterfly that goes flying. No, <laughs> for me, my excuse is I'm just not focused right now. Yeah. I think you I got, put my mask on upside down. <laughs> you had a traumatic event, Steel Scar. You lost your sword. You're kind of shaken up about it. You're not really in the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I died. I forgot about that. I'll take that as an excuse, too. <laughs> that's my excuse yeah. that I'm just like, I'm out of it. I'm not focused. Yeah, went down, too, guys. <laughs> I, but see, yeah, but that's on, normal. So it's like a <laughs> unique event. Like, Steel Scar going down, that's a big thing. Me going down, it's like, meh. <laughs> that's 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 messed. That's actually like, messed up. Like I go down so much that even when steel, like just because Steel Scar went down, I went down. <laughs> yeah. did, that's like true. there's literally magic that made sure that when Steel Scar got knocked out, uh, 
got knocked out. That's awesome. I am never using that <laughs> spell again. What's funny is you guys are probably just standing there. Oh yeah, because I took your you <laughs> took you took you took some of my damage, right? Yep. Uh, that's how to... <laughs> and I had forgotten to use my second healing spell on myself so I could actually uh, boost you for longer. At this <laughs> moment, <laughs> um Levy actually just thinks that Casimir has narcolepsy. So <laughs> he, he just falls asleep occasionally. Uh, and I don't really want to bring it up because I, I think he might be a little sensitive about it. So I'm picturing like when he went down, he's just like, oh Lord. <laughs> oh, what movie is that rat race? What's the actor who's supposed to have narcolepsy in that movie? Oh, I don't oh, know. I've seen that movie, that movie in forever. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> Oh. oh gosh. Okay. What did everyone Sorry. get? Sorry, Levy. What did you get? Fourteen. Okay, Elamir, you got a seventeen. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I got a one. Um, you got a I one. See, Casimir and Sealscar <laughs> just just out of it. <laughs> you go play patty cake or something. <laughs> Don't mind us. Oh gosh. We'll see okay. out of the way. Uh, so, <laughs> Elamir, uh, you can make out uh, up ahead. It looks like there are some things strewn about this camp. Um, looks like it was kind of like tossed about. Um, and as you kind of get a closer look, you can see uh, like containers, papers kind of scattered around um, inside the tent from what you can see. You guys aren't, you know, walking around the campsite right now, but inside the tent, you can just see kind of looks like things were thrown in the ground. Looks like it's quite the mess. And uh, I'll ask our guide, is uh, your mentor a bit messy or does this concern you? says um he can be messy yes but this looks more than garagar's typical uh disorganization i so i suggest we approach with caution okay um is there anything opportunity for me to stealth up you can certainly try yeah all right i will go ahead and do that all right so you guys watch as Elamir hops off his horse. You're probably at this point, I'd say you guys are probably about 50, 40 feet away at this point. Good, 21. 21, okay. Uh, there aren't a ton of trees around, but you're able to, you know, move up behind like some rocks and like some small bushes and stuff, just kind of um, keeping yourself pretty low. Uh, and as you kind of get closer, you can see it looks like there's a small fire pit. Um, there as well as like you know like looks like a stump that was turned into some sort of seat uh, again you see what looks like papers that are strewn about kind of like getting moved about in the wind um and then kind of peering into the the tent you see like a small bed and then a table and you just see you know the bed is up turned over anything on the table is knocked over stuff's littered on the ground how long has he been gone uh, Elamir or Garrett? Elamir. Elamir. Elamir? Just a minute or so. It's not long. You you guys can still... So see. I guess after like uh, like a minute, I'd, I'd cast message and point to where Elamir was and ask him, hey, is it safe to move up? Uh, and I guess, do I sense any threat? It seemed pretty empty perception. based on your description. Yeah, perception. Perception check. Mm, 14. Okay, you kind of look around. Um, you don't see anything around that seems to be. It, there's not like it's not like any trees or anything. It's kind of an open area. It was tough enough for you to kind of sneak up there, but you did it yeah. quietly and as best you could. Um, so I'll just answer verbally. Like it seems, it seems uh, empty. Okay. 
Cool. I can beckon everybody up. All right. So Bella hops off her horse, starts making her way up that direction. We will follow. Okay. Guys, guys, come on. Stop playing patty cake. Uh, and I asked Bella, um, do you know what he was last working on here? I know you said he was kind of studying creatures, but anything specific? She's like, um, uh, I don't know anything in particular. Um, I just know he'd like to come out here and study the creatures that live near here and kind of a nice place for rest and spend time alone. So no, I don't know why he was out here for this particular time. Okay, and when did you last speak to him? Uh, it was just a few days ago. Okay, so not long. Um, Elmer, are you good with tracking? Could you track and see like if you see any tracks leading off in any direction? I was going to ask DM, is there is that like a feat or a skill, or is it just... So, um, let me look up real quick. So yeah, you can track. I'm gonna look up real quick. I don't think I really have like survival. Other. Well, like it beats survival. survival. Yeah, or perception. I'm I'm just gonna look up to see which one. If because I know survival's for following tracks, I want to see if it's also finding tracks. Mm. Yeah, make a survival check. Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, you kind of start to look around the on the ground seeing some of the stuff and you just have like this as you're looking in the the dirt and kind of figuring out what is in your ranger skills kind of kicking in um let me see what you see uh so what you can kind of find is it looks like there are spots on this campsite that it looks like it was maybe one person walking around um but then there are other spots where you see quite a few footprints um, and you kind of piecing together that it looks like maybe there was a scuffle here um, you know kind of like some of the footprints are deeper in the ground um, and the footprints don't look human from what you can tell um, more dog like um, and you notice that it looks like their footprints and then kind of a flattened area where it looks like something was dragged um, back the direction that you guys came. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I'll relate to Bella. Um, <clears throat> obviously, that can't be for certain, but it looks like uh, he may have been involved in some sort of altercation. Um, something was taken away. Uh, back the way we came. She says, well, if you can track, can you continue to follow the footprints or the tracks to see where they lead? I think that's our only option at this point. And he's like, she's like, all right, we'll then lead on. All right. Um, I guess, how does this work? Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, make another survival check. Uh, with advantage, since you kind of already have the scent. Okay. Advantage coming in clutch here. Um, that is a, an 18. Okay. Uh, so you are able to follow the 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 tracks as they kind of lead back the direction you came. Um, and 
what you see is it kind of starts to curve around and then it goes down this path that leads down into the ravine. Okay. Um, so I've just been kind of like walking and uh, kind of in the zone. People mm-hmm. can follow me if they want, but I'm just kind yeah. of stepping my way down. Okay. I will follow uh, at a distance. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys all continue to follow. Um, yeah. Um, kinda... I'll, follow, I'll follow next to Elamir. <clears throat> just having this ranger moment. Of well, I'll follow him in the, at a distance so I don't distract yeah. him from this I'll, I'll tracking. Follow, keep out of the way, too. Okay. I'm like a bloodhound. Don't distract me. He's just, he's <laughs> the he's I'm like just trying not to. Like... Are you sniffing? Are you sniffing the ground, uh, Elamir? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> bloodhound kicking in right there. There you go. <laughs> um. All right. So, the path begins to lead down. Uh, you see, as the kind of large rocks ahead, they kind of jut over and kind of send a shadow down on the path as it's leading downward. Again, this path goes down for about forty or fifty feet eventually leveling out at the bottom. First thing you notice is that the temperature has risen dramatically. Um, Casimir and Dealscar are getting a little toasty in your your armor there. Um, so yeah, it's getting a little warm. Uh, as well, uh, the ground seems to be blackened and charred. Um, Can I... Can I make my clothes transform into like a t-shirt and like shorts? Sure. <laughs> Is that something nice, that I could do? Nice summer outfit, sure. Yeah, like, like a nice summer outfit. <laughs> or would it be like a like a, a vest kind of thing? Sure. Okay. okay. All right. I guess so if I guys... do that, then you can see all of like the tattoos on my arms and some of there my shoulders. Yes. You guys Which... watch as Levy. Levy has a quick wardrobe change. <laughs> <laughs> Minor levels of envy sent his way. <laughs> I just, I just take a quick glance at Levin and I'm like, mm, convenient, isn't it? <laughs> you just see Steel Scar just sweating now. <laughs> <laughs> just beads of sweat coming out of his. Sorry, sorry, Steel Scar. I, I haven't picked up Cone of Cold yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> I take a sip from my water skin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the ground appears to be blackened and charred. Uh, and you see, as you as you continue walking, you're seeing these large kind of cracks in the ground. Um, and occasionally you just hear this loud as like it looks like this steam is shooting up or something uh, into the into the air. And um, Bella says, I would um, keep away from those if I were you. Uh, they're quite hot. And could, in fact, burn the flesh off your skin. So do your best to stay away from those. I stay away from those. <laughs> noted. <laughs> Heavily noted. Uh, and as you're walking to, you notice, like, you see, like, some bushes and stuff. And they just seem to be on fire. Uh, and as you notice, it just, it doesn't seem like it's consuming the bush. It just seems like it's on fire. And you see, like, a few small trees as well. It just seems like they aren't burning. Or they're burning. They're on fire. But they don't seem to be being consumed by the flame it's not it's so what you're saying is it doesn't seem like they're turning to ash or anything right yes it seems like they and what bella had mentioned previously was that the things here just perpetually burn like there's some magic at work here that it's it's causing things to burn but never actually be consumed so what did you call this place again hell stone fire flats (laughs) the stone fire flats oh 
Is that like some other language for hell? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, it, it sounds suspiciously like common, but I, I'm sure they must be saying it wrong or pronouncing it wrong or something because I'm pretty sure this is hell. Uh, it's like some may call it that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love what they've done with the place. It really, really brightens up the place, you know. There you go. Um, so yeah, you guys continue walking, and you see up ahead, you see kind of again this kind of cluster of trees, uh, and just they seem to be burning perpetually as you guys continue walking. We uh, is uh, Elamir still on the scent? He's still on the scent. I keep following. Uh, yep, I keep following Elamir's uh, lead. Okay, Elamir, what is your passive perception, real quick? It is a 15. 15. Okay. Well, so you guys continue walking um, and just kind of not paying too much attention to what's around you, keeping on an Elamir. And suddenly you notice the flame kind of off to the side on one of these fire, the trees. It seems like it starts to move toward you. Uh, and you're kind of caught off. Okay, that's weird. Uh, and then suddenly is it seems to take form real quick. Uh, as you see this figure appear, it almost appears just like has a face or something in the flame. Um, and I'm gonna need everyone to go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, oh boy, we're firefighters. Yeah, super middle of the road rolls tonight for me. Okay, All right, uh, let me bring up a few things real quick. Sorry. Was it only one that we saw? Uh, yes. All right, let's do 25 to 20. No one. 20 to 15. 15. 15. 15. Wow. Everyone get 15? Good. <laughs> no, I got a 12. Okay. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> Dang it well, well, uh,. Levy and Casimir, who who's got the highest dex from us? I have seventeen. Uh, I, have, I have a yeah, dex of twelve. So, so I I'm the lowest. Yeah, so Levy then myself and then Casimir in that order. Okay, I'm, I'm dexterous. I'm somewhat dexterous. Not as dexterous as you, apparently. I right. can hold my spoon without dropping it. <laughs> nice. All right. Sorry, just getting it next. Okay. That's fine. Okay. And then I gotta roll for Bella real quick. So the oh hold it on forgot one thing. Sorry. Okay. Perfect. Alrighty. Um. 
first up is Bella. What? She, yes, she, she rolled better than you guys. He sees this creature approaching you guys uh, and is okay, going to go ahead and uh, cast a magic missile at it. Uh, so it's going to hit. So it's going to be. That's not that great. So it's going to take... So she points up at the creature as she just shoots these missiles at you. Do, do, do! Hit the creature. Um, make sure it doesn't have any resistances. Okay. All right. So that's going to take some damage. All right. Next up is... <laughs> Everyone. Uh, Levy, you're gonna go first. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna catch, cast an Eldritch Blast okay. at the uh, at the beast thing. All right. Um. So I guess my first bolt. It's gonna go off, and it's going to be a twenty-three to hit. That is a hit. Uh, that would be a seven damage for that one. Seven damage, okay. And then my next one, that would be a 18 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, one damage. Okay. So, okay, got it. Um, I was like, why am I having to track that? <laughs> oh. We don't have roll twenty up right now because I don't. I didn't. We're not gonna do a map this. Um, no. All right. So real quick, we're gonna lay out the configuration here as to how you guys were standing. Like, Elamir would have been in front because he was tracking, and I would imagine you all were grouped up. Yeah, we were. We, Elamir, we were. Right? Basically, yeah, we were behind him, and I, I'm guessing uh, Bella was too, right? Yeah, you guys were all kind of grouped up as you were following Elamir. Um, so with that, uh, Levy, were you gonna move anywhere? Or are you gonna stay there? Um, is there anywhere that I can kind of like get behind to get out of its direct line of sight? Um, you, there's not a whole lot of cover here, but you certainly like hide a person or like a rock, a rock. If you want, yeah, is there to, like a rock not... that I could like hunker behind? Sure, you could find like a rock. It's not too tall. Like you could maybe if yeah. you're ducking down, it might cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body. You know, like find cover. Just okay. Like... So you you run to this rock. It's probably about. 15 feet away from you guys trying to take some cover from this creature um which is good because the creature is going to move directly toward you guys because he also rolled a 15 ah. <laughs> is he oh he's got higher dex than me yeah what was yours my dex is uh it's a plus two to dex yep yeah his is better okay that's fine that's right. fair um so the creature is going to move up right on bella casimir and um steel scar yes sir <laughs> So as it, let's see, how big is it? It is a large. So this is a large creature. It's going to envelop all three of you guys as it moves toward you, uh, and you each are going to take. Is it is it hitting all of us simultaneously? Yes. So basically, the creature itself, this flaming elemental like creature, moves up, and basically, you guys are in it. As it moves, it's literally like you guys are inside of it, basically, as it moves towards you. 
Um, and so you guys are going to take each going to take uh, five points of fire damage and you catch on fire. Alright. Five points taken. Okay. Uh, and then once it's there, it's going to uh, reach towards you, Steel Scar, and it's going to make an attack. Shit, it's touch. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 25 to hit. Just barely hits. <laughs> All right, and then you are going to take... Uh, you're going to take nine points of fire damage as it just, like, even it's inside you, just feel this, like, force hits you. Ugh. Uh, All right. You're already on fire, so you're not going to catch on fire. Um, and it's going to make uh, attack at Bella. Uh, it's going to be a 20, not natural. So that's going to hit. He, he takes an attack at Bella. Yeah. I'm going to use my opportunity attack to hit him with Sentinel. Okay. Since he's not targeting me. Okay. So do what you got to do and then I'll roll. Let me do this math. Um, okay. All right, uh, and then yeah, you so Bella, Casimir, and Dealscar, you are all on fire right now. All right, and I'm gonna, I am uh, holding so yes, the. Yes, uh, if you want to make yeah. your. I mean, I am holding the axe with both hands. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a 19 to hit with Great Weapon Master. Does that hit? I'm sorry, what was it? 19 to hit using that Great Weapon it. Master. Yep. All right. So one D. What is it? One. Ah, oh, I have 1d10. 1d10. 1d10, yeah, because I'm sorry. New weapon. New weapon. All good. Hey, I can, I still get to reroll once because I am holding it with... Two hands. Yep. Five, nine, 19 points of damage. Okay, 19 points of damage. Uh, as you hit the creature, even though you're in it, you just strike out with your axe. Uh, you seem to find some sort of purchase, but it doesn't seem to be as much damage as you would have anticipated. Yeah, when, as soon as I swing the uh, the battle axe and I hit him and then I, I get back into position, I just look at it and it just feels off. <laughs> what was the damage like, again? Sorry, I'm having to do uh, 19, 19 damage total. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Sweet. All right. You want to make another attack? I'm assuming. Oh, this was just your sentinel attack. I'm sorry. This is, this is my sentinel attack. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you okay. targeted her. Sweet. Yep, okay, so that was its turn, so it's done with its turn. It's gonna stay right there. Um, and now it's Steel Scar's turn. Alright. So I'm gonna I'm gonna swing twice. Okay. Um I mean these are gonna be just regular swings. One of them is a twenty and a twenty Both are hits. So let me get both of my all right i'm just i'm trying to like learn new things here sorry folks so i get to reroll once thank goodness wow <laughs> double sixes so 12 13 14 15 16 18 19 20 damage total on both uh both hits combined 20 damage total okay all right that will be Steel Scar got All a right. nerf. Uh, so I did get a nerf. Sorry. I feel weak. I'm not kidding. Uh, so Steel Scar, are you are you going to move or are you going to stay there? I um. So how I are forgot, we kind of positioned exactly? Sorry, let me. I forgot to mention you were going to take. Some... 
because you okay turn, you were on fire so you're gonna take that's not a d10 where's my d10 that's a d12 that's d12 where did my d10 go I don't know. It's got five sites on both sides. Is this you take five damage? It's <laughs> the number it gives me here. Then fire damage, right? Five points of fire damage. Yes. All right. Uh, um, so yeah, you're on fire until you take an action to douse the flame. So you're gonna keep taking that damage until you douse it. All right. Um, so question. If you'd like the move, you can. Yeah. yeah so what? Yeah. So are we? You said he came up to us, right? So, yeah, so would he be in front of us three, or would he be like, would we be kind of like in a circle, a triangle around it, us three? He is, you guys, so you guys are able to be inside of him. He's able to move into your space. Okay. Um, so like made of fire. Yikes. Yeah, because you're literally just inside of him. He's on, you're on. Oh, he's a large creature, right? Let me just see. Yeah, yes, he's large. Got it. Yeah, so you can he can stop there. So literally, you guys are inside of this flaming creature, just burning up. Toasty. Uh, so yeah, you, all right, you, um, you're in Elamir or uh, Bella are currently inside. Elamir and Levy are not. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I will. I. You want to move or stay there? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. They were um, at right now, uh, close to both uh, okay. Casimir and uh, Bella. Okay, that's fine. All right, uh, next up is Casimir. Uh, Casimir, at the beginning of your turn, you can take five points of fire damage because you are on fire. Okay, let me take burn. that damage real quick. So you take an action to douse the flames. Am I? Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna attack instead of dousing the flames. Okay. So, two attacks, 14 and a 3. 14 hits. 14 hits. Ooh, sweet. Okay, so that's going to be a 1d8, plus 3, plus 1. And then I'm going to add, uh, expend a spell slot to also do some radiant damage okay. along with necrotic. So we've got 8 plus 4 plus for the normal attack plus Titans, man i'm telling you mm-hmm but 2d8 okay so 2d8 for the radiant oh, that's what you just give me all the damage total yeah yeah i'm just okay. going okay. through and adding yeah. it all up um and mirth necrotic <laughs> do the mirth <laughs> you did the mirth all, all the mirth face okay so 8 plus 4 plus 14 plus 3, is that right? Yeah, uh, 29 damage. <laughs> okay. DM, quick question. Yes. Now that I used my reaction before my turn, then I did my turn, so that means I would have my reaction back, right? You... Because I used my reaction before it was my turn. Yeah, hold on one second. Let me do the math. What was the... Damn, what was the math? 29 total. 29, okay. Oof. All right. Um, I don't remember if you get your reaction back at the beginning of combat or the, beginning of your, or the end of your turn. I'm gonna look it up. You, you keep doing what yeah, you gotta you, do. You look it up. I'll keep moving. I just we'll figure it out. Um, <clears throat> are you gonna stay right there, Casimir? Or do you want to move somewhere? Uh, if I move, there's attack of opportunity. So I'm just gonna move like out from inside of it, but still within its attack okay. range, so I okay. don't proc attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right. So, so you... I I would get it back at the beginning of my turn. Okay. So yeah, you get it back then. You want All right. another attack? No, I don't. I I just wanted to know. Okay. That's it. All right. Um. Next up, uh, would be Elmir, but suddenly you guys see from where this creature was. You first saw it. You also noticed. I guess we did notice at first. We just looked like these lumps of like kind of molten rock, uh, and as you kind of like didn't notice at first, they suddenly start to float up and start to move toward you guys. Um, as these creatures begin to fly toward you, uh, let's see. First one is, uh, and so there are five of these creatures are all floating. They're kind of clustered up together, but they're slowly moving toward. Uh, we're going to say one of them is going to move toward uh, Elamir right now. So Elamir, one of them moves towards you. Uh, okay. It's going to make an attack against you. Uh, he rolled a five on his attack, nope. so that's going to miss. Um, the group of people inside the Elamir, uh, two of them are going to move up toward you guys, uh, and they just... As you get closer, you watch as just this... They just shoot forth this fire from their mouth. Uh, so I need you, Casimir, Steel Scar, and then I'll each make two dexterity saving throws. Crap. Believe in you. Are you guys close enough for Casimir's aura? Oh, yeah, oh, you guys. Oh, crap, yeah. Aura. I'm so used uh, to seeing it on the screen. <laughs> the DC's 11, so let me know if you're above that. Let me see what my uh, bonus is. For Probably plus three, is my guess. Plus uh, two. Uh, equal to my charisma bonus, so that is a plus four. There you go. Nice. All right. So do we add a plus four, or is it do you roll? Plus four. You no, add you add a plus four. Roll. Okay. Okay. I, I, I kind of rolled for my bet. So 17. Dexterity? Yep. Did you get above at 11? Yeah, I got in the 20s on both of them. Okay, so, Casimir, did you get above 11 on both? Uh, uh, yes. Okay, sweet. So you guys will each take... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean... What? Oh, I... Just, just, uh, did you pass the roll? Yeah. Okay, so you take... It's less burning. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are going to take uh, four points of fire damage. Total? Yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry, eight, actually, because you succeed on both decks. So eight points of fire damage total. Um, so that's three of them. Uh, two of them. Uh, so one of them is going to float up toward Steel Scar uh, and is going to reach out as his... He's not right on top of you, but he reaches out as his hand kind of glows um, as he casts... Uh, a spell as your sword, your axe begins to heat up. Uh, I'm gonna cast this, uh, react, use my reaction and dispel magic. Or wait, what is? Yeah, counterspell. Counter counter you mean counterspell? Okay. Use counterspell on it. Oh god, you're gonna make me figure out how to do counterspell. It's annoying. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> make your well, roll. Uh, what level is he casting it, and at what level are you casting? Yeah, that's my counterspell is at third level. <laughs> okay, uh, I believe. He's casting it at second level, so I think you just... It's automatically... It's, yep, it automatically fails it automatically and has no effect. Okay. All right, so that was the first one. The second one reaches out the same thing, this time toward uh, Casimir. Ah, uh, as you feel I, your... I, gotta, I can't use both, sorry. Yeah, oh, your, sword, shit. your axe begins to heat up. 
Uh, go ahead and make a... Yeah, I gotta read the spell. Should be a constitution mm -hmm. save. Yeah, go ahead and make your uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. That's playing dirty tonight, guys. Right, man. Like, yeah. as if last session wasn't punishment enough. So you, Using heat metal against us instead of us <laughs> using it against them. That's right. 15. 15. Okay, you succeed. So I believe you take... Tremor Half damage. Metal. He takes the, hand, the damage. But he doesn't he get the away. disadvantage. Get him to succeed. Okay, so scrap, say, how many damage. of the floating rock thingies are there? Five. One of them attack... Elamir. One of them uh, float, floated up and attacked Steelscar. Two of them cast spells. And then uh, i trying what the other one did. How many of these would be in all, so how many enemies, like if I were trying to just draw Six like a straight like, total. line how many could I put, draw a straight line through from like 60 feet? Um, What are you trying to do? I'm thinking of a javelin throw. Okay. Um, give me one second to figure out this damage real quick, and then we can figure that out. Well, if, if I were able to see them in a line, I would just let the axe drop so that my hand would be free for what I was thinking. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'd say that it's probably about two of them are lined up that you could get, and you'd also probably get the elemental. Since... Okay, so three. Yeah, I'll just let the axe drop. Okay. Um, so I forget, does he still take the damage, or does he not take it? Mm -hmm. You always take the damage. You can't okay. avoid the damage. Oh, it's, then never mind. I'll just take, keep the axe. Yeah, you're going to take three points of fire damage. Okay, then I'll just keep As the axe burns, in my hand. But you're able to keep hold of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to write down these guys, John. Bummer. Heat metal's strong. It is. And you have to do that save every single turn. Oh, you know what? One of them attacked Bella. That's what it was. Oh, so they're able to continuously pump energy out? Mm. Well, it's, it's going to keep burning, so they use a bonus action now to make you take the damage again. And you okay. have to redo the save every single time. Oh, yep. boy. Okay. And that is all their turns. Elamir, your turn. All right. Um, so there's the one floating guy near me. Yep. Right in front of you. He's like melee range. Yep. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and attack it with my dagger of venom. Wait, I'm sorry. Do we? No, oh, yeah, we were good. Sorry. I thought I skipped cast me. We're good. Yeah. Go ahead and attack it with your dagger of venom. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be an 18. That's a hit. Okay. And eight damage. Eight damage? Okay. Um, and then, sorry, dual wielding, did we change that? Yes, we're going to homebrew that. Okay. Um, so then the second attack for that would be with my short sword. How much damage did you say? Eight? Yes, eight for the first. Okay. For some reason, damage today is just... I'm on the struggle bus. All right, so that was your first attack. Um, so for people who are listening, the one we were using for dual wielding, we decided to switch it up. So offhand attack no longer costs the bonus action. It takes place as part of the original action. So you get to attack four times if he wants to. Uh, Coder rolls. Attack, the first one was 12. Uh, that is a hit. Okay. Oh, different dice for that one. Six. Okay. Um, and then I'll repeat that. And so Dagger of Venom, 17 for the first swipe. That's a hit. 
and that's another eight. Okay. Uh, and then I would still get to apply a bonus action, or I could. Yes, you could. So with that, though, with that hit, the creature just, you just slice in the way, you hit it with the dagger, hit it, you know, shove the dagger and it, shove the sword and it, shove the dagger, and you shove the dagger in the last time, it just kind of like, <laughs> and just kind of falls up and flakes nice. down to the ground. Um, but as it does, you watch as its body starts to burn and then suddenly explode. Uh, so I need you to make a, a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Just this. Um, 16. 16? All right, so you're going to take four points of fire damage as you're able um, to dodge out of the way. Okay. Can I cast Absorb Elements? Well, you could, yeah, if you want. Okay, I will do that. Uh, it says spell captures incoming energy, lessens the effect on you, and storing it for my next melee attack. So I think it's gonna it gives you resistance to it, or you take half damage on it. I think is what it is. Okay, so two damage then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do yeah. So you take yeah, you take two. Okay. Uh, so you then... still have a bonus action, <laughs> or you still have your other attack, because you get four attacks, and then you have your bonus action. Okay. Is there any? Uh, I guess is there another blob within reach? Uh, you'd have to either run, you'd have to pretty much run toward the giant creature, the flaming creature, the fire elemental. Uh, and would it be kosher to pull out a bow or would that take too much time? I would say that because this attack's taking place as a melee attack, you can't switch. Okay. Um, I will just uh, kind of gain some distance and uh, prepare for a bow shot next time. Okay. All right, uh, so we are back at the top with Bella. Uh, so she is going to cast a spell. Title of everyone. <laughs> uh, so first thing she's going to do is she's going to cast. Uh... Oh, dude, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think she might just stay there. She's going to take uh, some damage. Fire elemental. Some fire. And then, yeah, she's just going to cast a uh, tidal wave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Super effective. Uh, so okay. each creature in the... So it's the area can be up to 30, 30 feet long and up to 10 feet wide and up to 10 feet tall. Each creature in the area must succeed on dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 48 bludgeoning damage, is not prone. On a successful save, a creature takes half as much damage and is not prone. What kind of damage? Uh, bludgeoning damage. Oh, shit. Uh, so I'm going to need... So she would have it coming out from her. So it'll be Steel Scar, Casimir, uh, the Fire Elemental, and then like four of the little floaty creatures do i have any bonus to this because i'm still wearing the uh, manta ray cloak with the hood up <laughs> Wait, swamp um... water is my jam <laughs> what kind of save was it strength no i'm not going to give you advantage <laughs> scott what kind of save was it uh it will be a dexterity saving throw Oh shit! We still get the plus four from. So you still get his aura. Yeah, you're still in his aura. So you... All right. Oh, not bad. Uh, twenty. All right. 
So, 20, okay. There's, is, there's, okay. Okay, so, and then Casimir, what'd you get? Casimir? He's like frozen. He's frozen. Oh, Get no. the smile. He's smiling. No. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> Someone screen cap that, please. Uh, That's yeah. an emote right there. <laughs> oh. You just dropped off the call. Oh, but we yeah. can, you can always get it back from the stream. The streams, yeah, like all the videos are all messed up right now. That's all right. Oh, no. Everything's messed up. No. Apologies while we fix this. Yes. For our audio listeners, you don't have to worry about it because you're not <laughs> seeing this. Oh, well. We'll continue on with the... Even though it looks like crap on stream. Okay. Um, yeah, just keep rolling, rolling and... Uh, yeah, I'll roll damage. Let me do that. <laughs> it looks like crap. Yeah. Uh, damage. Quick, fix it. I know. It's about like six, nine. Oh, he's back. Hey, sorry, I don't know what happened. You're All back. Good. It fixed the our, screen. Our whole house went out for a moment. Oh wow. Sorry. You okay. had the you had the cheesiest smile ever too. It was great. We were gonna scream. Oh, did it just great. pause weirdly? <laughs> Smiling. The cast no. Hi. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Someone someone get a snap of that. Okay, so the damage is going to be 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So I believe both you. What'd you get, Casimir? What's your roll? What was the resist type? And everyone gets a plus four because of my aura. Don't forget. What did you roll? I what didn't hear what you oh, said. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a dex save. Dex save. Okay. I will roll for that. I'm going to use luck. Oh. I'm going to still be screwed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's five plus what? Five plus three plus four. I only got a 12. Okay. So you're going to take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, you are prone. Ooh. Uh, nine, nine if we succeeded, right? What was that? Nine if we succeeded. Half of it? Yes, nine damage if you succeeded. Uh, and, and we're then, still up? God, I... I'm a, yeah, I'm going to have to do some math here. So the elemental is going to take... Ooh, 18. fire elemental with water. Hell yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm looking at the same like, this is going to be a pain. <laughs> but I have to calculate this. You yeah, can read you it want... out and I'll calculate it. Yeah. All right, so he's <laughs> at 80. Okay, so that's how much damage. Like... And then each of the creatures, do they have some sort of... Guys, he has like 80 HP left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he slipped. <laughs> he slipped. <laughs> he slipped. <laughs> he did slip. <laughs> Time to okay. dump all smite. No, Scott was like, that's a freebie, guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Um... Only move options crawl. Just tell us like the damage that they're taking and or the numbers for the damage that they're taking. Here's what it says for fire elementals. Water susceptibility. For every five feet the elemental moves in water, or for every gallon of water splashed on it, it takes one point of cold damage. And then if I read Tidal Wave, it just says you conjure up a wave of water that crashes down the area within range. It doesn't say how much how many gallons. Alright. Uh, Enough. Five E. Yep. Area can be up to thirty feet long, title. ten feet wide, and ten feet tall. So we have ten feet of water. Alright, I hear it. Someone already asked the question. Tidal wave versus fire elemental. Oh nice. Okay. 
Guys, this is confusing, so we're trying know. to math. <laughs> we're trying to math. Okay, hold on. I think Cody's muted. So we're all mirthing it up here. Yeah, it's one foot by one foot, so yeah, we could just calculate out standard volume and what it would be. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's, Let's do this, guys. With, with so... this height and width and length, it's a full submersion for the fire elemental. Mm -hmm. So we probably just want to go with what are the rules for full submersion? Like if you were literally just to summon it. <laughs> so, this, so this person did math. I'm hoping they calculated it well. So she made it 10 feet tall. And how yep. tall is the elemental? It is... <clears throat> what, well, what kind of fire elemental? Creatures. It's just a fire elemental that doesn't say how tall he is. <clears throat> well, I thought they had different like ages or types. Or is that it, just... No, it just says fire. It's just says fire. Yeah, it just says fire elemental. Okay, so uh, this, this person who did the math said it takes one point of cold damage for everything. So the full effect would be 30 times 10 times 10, which is 3,000 cubic feet, which is equal to like 22,000 gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Given they have 102 hit points, the entire wave is lethal. I guess the thing's dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, then. <laughs> you just watch as it just, just it, as the water just washes over it, all that's left is just this steam as you guys are all actually doused and are no longer on fire. Yay! Uh, but Casimir, you are on the ground. I'm okay being prone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can the, feel way worse. The... He just swam away with this mantic rake. <laughs> he swam through it. Uh, the the elemental creatures, the creatures are all knocked. So I will write that down. That's great. Um, also, um, yes. con saves for the creatures. Because uh, they're because heat metal's concentration. Uh, he's just got the one, so. Um, roll day. Oh, yeah, he failed and rolled like five, so he's not going to get it. Okay, so he loses. So, Casimir, um, weapon is no longer heated. Um, so with uh, that, Bella will run <laughs> from the, the creatures floating towards you guys uh, as she is still on fire. Um, but she's going to probably take about 10, 15 feet back, uh, kind of getting toward where Levy is. Um, so now we will get to Levy. <clears throat> Cool. I'm up. Um, so what's still around? Do we still have so a bunch of the small creatures? Four of the little magma-like creatures. They are all okay. prone, though. They're currently prone. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Um, how grouped up are they? <laughs> what are you wanting to do? And I can tell you. I can tell you. Um, so I was thinking about using Thunder Wave since it's a 15 foot cube mm -hmm. uh, originating from me. If I could kind of like hit all of them with that 15 foot cube. Um, I'd say you could probably position yourself that, yes, you could hit all four of them because <clears throat> they were kind of lined up attacking Steel Scar and Casimir. Yeah, then um, I think I'll do that. I'll run up and okay. use um, a Thunder Wave on all, right. all of them. And what do they need to do? So it's a con save of 15. Fail. Success. Fail. Fail. Prone doesn't do anything for saves, does it? No, it doesn't. So okay. three fail, one succeeds. <clears throat> okay. So the one that succeeds, you only take half of the damage. Okay. Um, but the other ones are going to take full damage and get knocked back 10 feet away. Okay, what's the damage? Uh, it is, what is that? That's a 7 and a 4. 
that is uh, 11 damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? Um, I kind of want to like have a, like my thunder kind of like bolt through all of them like chain lightning. Okay. And they just all right. So and then they just like explode backwards out of yep. it and like turn into rubble. So you guys watch as uh, Levy goes running toward off to the side of you guys. Kind of like I like usually clip picture people clapping their hands with thunderwave. And so you just like with it just reach up with this loud booming noise. This goes out. Actually, I didn't think it's lightning. I think it's just thunder. Regardless, thunder damage is it thunder damage. Yeah, it's sound. Thunder damage. Thunder damage. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it's actually lightning. But so you just like okay. boom as this force knocks each of them back and it knocks the first three back into the last one who succeeded and they each just hit each other and just like with this very just fulfilling pop as they pop 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 I I also kind of imagine since the tidal wave kind of like cooled their outside it would Mm -hmm. like make them more susceptible to like the the bludgeoning damage of them hitting each other or something they just all explode cool and we are out of combat bless and we can hear the sound echoing through the yes <laughs> oh oh yeah the ravine well I'm they know we're here yeah. <laughs> it goes up to a minimum of 300 feet <laughs> nice is Be- uh is bella still on fire she is on fire you watch as she starts to like pat herself and get rid of the help fire. her help her help her she's fine pat, 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 pat. Okay. You all just run over and just smacking her. No. No, we don't we don't do that in this party. Uh, I'm gonna no, heal yeah. myself twenty-five hit points. Okay. <laughs> I will consume my uh, my last potion that I have on me. It's just a the itty bitty mm-hmm. one. It's uh two D four plus two, right? Okay. Yes. Hey, not bad. Uh, nice. If anyone gets disease or poison, I'm holding on to five more lay on hands just in case, or someone that go. gets knocked down. <clears throat> so, Bella's like, well, that was exciting. Nice job. Yeah, that uh, that tidal wave did some work, my friend. <laughs> she says, well, water, fire. I yeah, it makes sense. Would, you would do some damage. And she looks over at you, Elamir, and she's like, do you still have the trail? Um, let me find it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make a survival check. With advantage, you, you knew where it was. You should be able to pick it up. Uh, 14. Okay, yeah, you're able to pick it up. Uh, so you guys... The game is on. <laughs> game is afoot. Uh, you follow as Elamir continues bloodhounding his way along. Um, all wounded a little bit, hurt. Uh, but... The tracks eventually lead to a very large cave. Um, and as you guys stand before it, it's very dark inside this cave. Not a lot of light getting in from the shadows above. Uh, the opening is probably about 50 feet high and 40 feet high, wide. Uh, and the cave just slopes downward into the eerie darkness. Um, and in there, you kind of occasionally hear the as those guys are like pockets of steam keep shooting up it's um, you said it's dark in here now it is dark yes you have dark vision no 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 no, no. <laughs> i only yeah that i'm only asking for those that mm. can't see in the dark yes well i think at this point we will wrap up the session and pick up there next time we play 
Sounds good to me. Wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> well, cool. So, uh, Elamir, did, did you happen to get hit there? Like, I feel like I feel like we came out of that pretty well there. <sighs> the little guy popped on me. Mm. So I just look at the points. <laughs> I just like I give the side eye to Levy as he says that. I I, I, I couldn't get my summer wear dirty, guys. I couldn't. <laughs> and, and I nearly went down again. <laughs> I look at Ben and I'm like, oh, elemental. And he likes to boast a lot. Uh, you say you said to Bella. Boast it. I I, I wouldn't say, dream. I say, I say that to Bella. Like, uh, excuse my friend. He just loves to boast about everything. Boast, uh, please. I I perish the thought of me boasting. I would never dream <laughs> of such thing. Is that? No, that's that's way. That's a little too smart for Steel Scar to understand. <laughs> so he's like, if you say so, my friend. <laughs> I wouldn't have it. I would not. Steel Scar would not have the means to really try to counter argue somebody that, that he's that he's lying to you. Yeah, because I mean, I mean if, you inside check me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, but, you know... It's but, not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it, especially with the conversation we had on our way here. Uh, trying to be, trying to like cheer me up. I'm like, yeah, I'll let you have it. You uh, let me have this one. Thanks, mm-hmm. bud. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, with that, we will wrap up tonight's session. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. Uh, hopefully, we'll get this video out in podcast form Monday or Tuesday. Um, next session should be in two weeks, but we have to check schedules to make sure nothing comes up. If everything goes according to plan, we would be playing on the 14th. Okay. Cool. Feel free uh, to follow us on Twitter at AWA underscore D&D or find us on Discord at AWADND.com. Yeah. Yeah, he made a website. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks. Peace. Maximum mirth. Thank you so much for listening to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. You can catch us live Saturday nights at twitch.tv slash AWA underscore D&D. And follow us on Twitter at AWA underscore D&D.